Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing our 12, 2012 movie called Detention of the Dead. You heard of um, the Dance of the Dead and George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead. And, well, dead, and dead Take a Whole Load of Barley and... No? Yeah. No, okay, right. Never so mind. this is... um. Sort of a tribute to George A. Romero's type. Well, they do actually make a reference to George in one of their songs, don't they? Yeah, at yeah. the end in the post in the in the well in the credits, we hear a song that's titled George A. George Romero, Romero. their hero. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an awesome song, and well, not an awesome, awesome well, song. It's an okay song. It's an okay song. I wouldn't buy it. Anyway, now okay, here we go. Right, oh my good bits here. All right. Right, produced by Michael Manasseri and Brooke Anderson. Woo. Now, uh, here we go. Directed by Alex Craig Mann. And the screenplay, screenplay was by Alex Craig Mann and uh, Rob Reno, R-I-N-O-W. Mm. And Rob Reno actually wrote the uh, book mm. or story you know, that's that based on mm. so it must have been a book as well mm. so um, so he helped convert to a screenplay so um, uh, oh sorry here, no, here it is now based on the Rob mm. Reno stage play so it was actually oh, a stage, stage play, play converted to a movie yay, yay. there you go yeah. um, film began in spring 2011 Ooh. It has a small theatrical release in Los Angeles in June 2013 and was released on DVD shortly thereafter. So You know, you've got to admit, though, mm. when you think about it, if it was a stage play, which it was... No, it was basically a stage play, yeah. yeah. It would be interesting how they would have done, pulled it off on the stage, when you think well, about dead, it. Dead, burnt butters all over the place. No, no, no. And how they would pull off um, either decapitations or... Other well, zombie gross bits. They wouldn't have actually gone too gross on stage because it could have been kiddies and old folk there, okay? True, anyway, true. Now, the stars. Haha, <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah, okay. <laughs> Lots of good groovy people that I've never heard of here. Now, um, Jacob Zakhar has placed Eddie. Oh, he's the main guy with the glasses. Yeah, Eddie, a bit of a dork or nerd. He, he's like a computer nerd type guy. Well, mm. He's a smart fellow, but nobody likes because he's geeky. Mm. Uh, now, Alexa. Uh, Nicholas plays Willow. That's like a, the gothic chick, wasn't yeah, it? The gothic yeah, the gothic girl. Now, Christina B. Allen as Janet. Now, she's something like a cheerleader, popular girl, really nice looking, attitude problem. Really good. So she plays it well. She's probably nothing she, like that in real life. And she's coolest in this movie. Well, yeah, she's not bad. Uh, Jason Blair plays Brad. Was that her boyfriend or the other Probably guy? a boyfriend. Yeah. Janet and Brad. Man, does that Brad, sound like something at Rocky Horror Picture Show? Exactly. Um, oh, wait, they did say something about this was... Uh, let me see. What's, uh, what was it? They said... Um, let me see. What was it? They said something about... Um, let me see. This was um. They say so. They say there's a lot of um bits and uh, keys and elements from Whatever. from um from those from Rocky Horror Picture Show. The other actors are crying because I haven't mentioned names yet. Okay. Now Justin Chon plays Ash. He's a stoner. Really, really cool guy. Really funny. Um, Max Adler plays Jimmy. Was now was Jimmy the. That's must be the other guy, the big, uh, solid footy player or something, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yes. Yeah, okay. Now, Joseph Porter as Mark. Who the freaking hell was Mark? Okay, I can't remember. Um, I don't know. 
I think it was the guy who was got he got nibbled at the beginning. Oh wait, he. We had a few nibbleies. Um, wasn't which one was the stoner again? Justin Chon, C H O N. Justin Chon. He was Ash. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Uh, Joe, Joey Paul Gowdy plays a zombified student, ah. and Michelle Mesmer plays Mrs. Rumblethorpe. She has a very interesting part. You could say she's ahead of the class, <laughs> or ahead of herself. Anyway, <laughs> and do you want to sort of take out? I can't say too much more. I don't have a lot of information on post-production yeah. or anything just else. Just so you so, guys know, Ash's yeah. name was based off um, the Bruce Willis, I mean, Bruce Willis, Bruce Campbell's character from Evil Dead. Not another Bruce zombie, Campbell. Another <laughs> zombie-related movie you may all be not familiar with. We should obviously. do Shaun of the Dead, hey? Mm-hmm, maybe uh, nah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, anyway, it seems like an awesome reference point when you think about it. I love it that even um, Willow's name was taken from a character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, exactly. Actually, they made a reference to that in, in, in the movie when they went into the yeah. library and looking for books on vampirism and weird Zombies. And, and she then, remarks, now, if, we were, if we were in the library in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, we would probably find one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So those kids, um, mm. the popular kids, never thought that part out through. Did they? No. Anyway. Anyway, um, I'll talk about the movie now. I have not, I'll have a short bit to say at the end of it because I don't have production details or box mm. office. It it, I think it made a little bit of money at box office before it went to DVD, so I don't think they lost any money on it, I think. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay. Ta-da. So the story begins, it's the end of school day, everyone's yeah. going home, and we see some peculiar things like... Um, a weird um, student walking funny. They get onto the bus. Yeah. Yeah, look at what we, I thought, oh, he must be physically handicapped. Poor, poor child. Yeah. But no, yeah. he was dead. Ah, oh, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah, and our hero, um, our, let me see, Eddie, a boy who's a bit of a dork, a nerd. The smartest the kid smartest in school, kid in probably, school Who never thought you would think he would ever get detention, but he does, sadly enough. But there's a reason for it, so bear with me. Well, what did he do? Was he taking some sort of drugs that sharpened his brain so yeah. he could uh, learn more or something? Yeah, yeah. something. And then he got caught by the um, performance enhancing By the drugs. teacher. Yeah, not very and good. And <laughs> um, I guess that she caught him red-handed and I guess sent him to the um, detention. And he, uh, well, I won't go into details yet. What so else? he goes to detention, and some of the kids there is the. Let me see. The following kids are Janet, Brad, and Jimmy, the um, football. Um, um, popular boy, whatever. Whatever. We'll go through this. We go. Yeah. See, this is like a variety of kids in this movie that that come from different cliques. Like you have gothic, you have the nerd, you have the popular crowd, the cheerleader, the the football player, whatever. The stuff that you've seen in those 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 really weird popular those student teen teen movies you see on so many times. Yeah. So this is nothing new under the. Son, here. Oh, hey, but Mark was the one who got turned into a zombie first, and and he took he he did the teacher. Yeah, he, Mark. Ah, yeah. Okay. So back to our story. Yeah. Eddie eventually gets to the class, and he's severely badly talked back to by the popular kids. Yeah. 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 Hard time. Poor. I was a nerdy kid when I was. When I wasn't, I was picked on a lot at school, though. Yeah, you know why? Why? Because I stood out. 
Mm. Right. It's all like have a sign on your back saying "kick me" or yeah. <laughs> anyway, so back to our story. Willow enters like the proud um, feminist she, as she is, and I think yeah, she's I'd pretty say, cool. Yeah, good and I, on, yeah. I gotta admit, she's pretty pretty and pretty cool. Well, she's an attractive girl, but she actually looks better without the makeup on and stuff. Mm. Looks yeah. I imagine yeah, so. Anyway. anyway, she then goes to the back of the classroom and she sees Eddie and Eddie and her are best friends I like to think well, and all the friends yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they know each other they're, and she thinks that he's just visiting her because she's probably been to detention say several times probably lives there yeah, hmm. yeah. and but yeah, Eddie tells her guess what I am in detention sadly enough can't do anything about it yep the next kid on our chopping block is um, Ash the um, stoner. stoner he's really cool Mm, yeah, he's a total weirdo. He's wee. He's, he's a weed, a weed freak. He's, a a weed he's not freak. doing the heavy stuff. Just weed, like all like. What's the one? The one about the cabin before the. Oh, um, cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. That yeah. guy. He's a stoner. Yeah. He's he, he only into yeah. grass. As I said stuff. before, yeah, to you yeah. guys, this has a variety of characters you may have seen in mm, slashes yeah. and horror movies that gives that will give you the um, impression that they that they're just running off a a rule book. What rule book? I don't have any rules. Or, it's, or just um, mm. going by um, trends, you know, click trends. Exactly. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, Eddie approaches the teacher that's supervising the tent. Miss Rumble. And he asks her, name, will, yeah. he, um, will he, the teacher be telling her, the principal about his what he did that was very wrong of him? Yeah. But Which would be indicating if he gets... If they so much as find, charge him for drug possession or anything like that, they may take away his chances of going to an, a very yeah, big he did him say, but college. Some college you want to go? Yeah, he uh, wanted to go to Harvard or Harvard, Yale, yeah, one of the it. very big colleges <coughs> up in America yeah. that you wish to go to, but you cannot. And he wanted to go there, and he thought that if he gets a, dr- a, a drug conviction through school, I'd say you can't go. Yeah. Yeah. So a big chance. That's not fair. They're probably all on drugs there anyway. Mm-hmm. And he was hoping this would be his big chance of getting out of this small town and this high school and become and his knowledge and his brain power would be respected up in those uni- in those universities. Wouldn't you right be right, Mike? You would like to think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mine never was. Anyway, meanwhile <laughs> in the back of the classroom, a kid named Mark is acting out. He's saying he got bitten and there's this very big bite mark on his He's hand. Going weird. And then he starts acting rabbit, and he starts attacking the um, teacher. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> and sorry. eventually sorry. they pull him off. They pull her off him, and eventually they see that he that he is um, a zombie. And they see out in the hallway that there was more attacks of yeah. of zombie all attacks other, in in the school. All the other students have have been gobbling each other on the neck and different things, yeah. and lo and behold. Zombie mayhem. Yeah. yeah, the kids quickly scuttle away, trying to get avoid as much as the zombie as much as they can, and of course they try to find a place to hide. And Eddie comes up with a plan to go to the library. Now, why do they always go to the library? Are they looking for something to read? Hmm. I would go to the cafeteria and lock the door, so I got some food, something to drink, and maybe, luckily, there might be a toilet somewhere nearby, or at least a pot to pee into. Yeah, yeah exactly. Anyway, they think that that's the likely place where a zombie would not put, um, so much be zombies caught dead in. Zombies don't read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's no point. <laughs> so anyway, they head down there. They dodge the zombies. They even try to send Eddie out to to tiptoe across the hall 
to avoid Just two to zombies. Past them. But fortunately, our stoner. Um, hey, wait, the gate did really, really good. And, and obviously, all the. Alerted the, um, these zombies to the attention hey, of what? the others. Hey, look, there's a human being there. Lunch. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, quickly, yeah. Eddie, using his sharp <coughs> brain power, he tries to um, tries banging on the lockers yeah, to he, he get the zombies' attention. He gets making a loud noise so his yeah. friends could get into the library door without too much uh, interference by the dead guys. Yeah, they quickly get mm. to the library. They barricade it up with bookshelves and um, uh, cabinet and whatever stuff they have Anything in heavy. Hand. Anything that could be used to avoid the zombies from coming in. Yeah, apparently they've had a Coke machine. That'd be heavy. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, they try to figure out many plans. They think they should get out of there. They should stay. They should uh, wait for help to come. Or emails. So like, yeah, stay. Da, da, da. But no, unfortunately, there's there's not few... They, d- they can't use their mobile phones because there's no, res- there's no reception. How rude. And they hey, tried to... They never explained that, do they? And they tried to use the computer in the lab the library. Oh, that, that was long ago. It was, it was a really old computer. So this thing, it take you yeah forever to boot up. Looked like an old XP or something rather, or Pentium Four. And he turned on, he's going do 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 do, yeah. look at each other and the and the, the gothic girl, whatever else her yeah. name is, uh, sitting there knitting, and and he's going doing something yeah, else. Yeah, and, 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 the, and the, Jen the is computer just, never comes up. And Jen is just dabbing her makeup and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the <laughs> computer never comes up during the whole movie. Mm. Anyway, that's a slow boot. Yeah, they even they even try to go through the library to see if they could find a a section on zombies or or how to uh, survive the apocalypse. <laughs> a zombie apocalypse, yeah. That, Stuff that's like that. That's another good name for uh, a movie, Of course, isn't it? Uh, Eddie's <laughs> remarks that if this was the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there would be a whole range of zombie re- and vampire and related and books. Vampires and ghosts and goblins. But unfortunately, in there, but, yeah, we're not in Buffy the Vampire. But we're not in that school. sort of thing. No. Some. The, the popular crowd kids, they seem to know Zippo about being in a li- library. But Geeky and his gothic girlfriend, or friend, yeah, they, uh, they know all about this. They've yeah, seen all the crappy movies yeah, and read all the books seen, and stuff. Yeah. They watch mo- zombie movies. They watch video games. Who they've doesn't? seen um, They read comic books about this sort of thing. I used to mm-hmm. when I was a child. That's a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> These kids, they, they seem to be the... Definitely a total morons of the group. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the um, ones that the popular crowd seem to be the morons, and the less popular are more the brainier or the knowledgeable ones. Exactly. Remember the answer to the dead? Mm, They're the geeky guys, mm-hmm. and they say to everybody, or say the few of them anyway. Yeah, yeah sort yeah, of similar yeah. thing there, guys. See? Revenge of the nerds. Yeah, mm. eventually the teacher is suddenly turns into a zombie, and they quickly decapitate her head yeah, using you know, a you special. Know, no, um, I'll tell them what you, you know. Someone in a stationary area or a library, you might have a big knifey guillotine thing for cutting paper, nice and neatly. Mm. Well, they did that to her head, straight through the neck. He was going chomp, 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 chomp until he got through the bone. It was rather touching. Yeah, of course her head is not dead. Yeah, that's funny. Her head, her head didn't die, and that's, like I said, she's became head of the class. <laughs> uh, yeah, and anyway, we also discover another zombie, and that zombie attacks, um, I think it was Jim that gets attacked, I think. He got chewed on his finger. Yeah, uh, is it Jim? I'm not sure. Um, they good looking guy. Well, I would or say Brad, he's a good looking guy. Wait, 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 give me a moment here. I'm Brad. 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 Sorry, yeah, I Brad, don't know Brad why. Brad chewed. Yeah, he gets. Um, no, that Brad is the um, Janet's boyfriend. That's oh, get, he, he, get, he gets. He gets bitten. He's the one who got chewed in the finger. Yeah, but his other friend, 
um, Jim, he gets um, bitten on the neck. Oh, that's right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, they Sorry. make both Eddie and the rest of the group, yeah, the they try guy. to figure out what they should do with his body. And then I mean, his, he wasn't quite he's, dead he's yet. He's not dead. He's still alive. And they know that they're running a risk of being and, and, killed. And Jim or Jimmy decides, the only way to get rid of me is to get rid of me. So he rolled out the window and on the second floor. Yeah. And he, he left the room. Elvis has just left the building. No. Yeah, he, he tumbles out and a horde of zombies are there to greet him. Yep. To oh, gobble him up. And gobble him up and turn him into a zombie, obviously, join the ranks. Yeah, moving on. Uh, the computer continues to boot slowly and... In- yeah, still going. <laughs> I had a computer like that once. Yeah, <laughs> long time ago. Yeah, anyway, both... Brad keeps the the fact that he was bitten to himself. Doesn't tell his... He, he, he did get a little nip on his finger, so it's a really slow-acting bite, so... Yeah. It, it's a very slow infection, so he, yeah. he hangs around for half the movie yeah. at least. You know. Yeah, he was bitten out in the hall, and of course, um, he was asked by Eddie a couple of times, were you bitten, were you bitten? No, they got my ring or something. What is that? Yeah, said yeah like, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but he kept it to a... To a yeah, right, nothing happened to me. I'm... No, 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 no. Anyway. Not quite that fast. Anyway, <laughs> then the stoner, Ash, he wants to go to the toilet. Badly. And he thinks... I think he needs a poo. they suggest, why don't you go um, pee in a corner? But well, he says he wants to do a number two. Or hang your bum at the window. And he thought, well, the zombies might be able to jump, you know. Or fly. Or fly or, or, or something. They say yeah. that he watches shark, whatever. I don't know what he's referring to, <laughs> to be know. honest. Yeah, and he thinks that there's a distinction that they, sh- that they should just get out of there and hopefully go to the john while they go. Exactly. Well, if you got to go, you got to go. go. Yeah. Well, there you go. Then. Of yeah. course, um, Will, Eddie, <coughs> and uh, um, Janet—they don't want to. They don't think it's a good idea. But um, Brad and 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 Ash—they think it, they should go. They should try to find. Um, Brad, w- Ash, and Willow decide to leave the yeah. room for the air conditioned duck. Was it? Yeah, for the air conditioned yeah. duck. And uh, our yeah. geeky guy Eddie stays back with Janet. Yeah. He got a, he got a secret crush on her, you see. Yeah, and mm. Willow explains to him that you only have a crush on her because she's good looking, she's, popular. She's good looking, popular, and it's part of, you just you just want to you just don't love and her. And blondes do have more fun. And <laughs> she, he's only liking her because um, the fact that she, that's that's the only things that's got her going for her. She's just beautifully attractive, and she's, she's so. Not, there's a problem with this, is there? Yes, <laughs> and not very much on top. <laughs> I, I think her uh, up top was quite nice. Thank you very much. No, a little further. IQ Oh, wise. up there, up top. Okay, the face and stuff, the head. Now you go. Yeah. Well, I was getting past the navel. That's up top, isn't it? No. Okay, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so I, um, Willow wanted Eddie to come with him, but she, he decides to stay with her even after the discussion, even though it wasn't a really good deli- good discussion. Anyway. So anyway, I'll t- freeze some head down through the air duct. I mean, the, through the air vents, and yep. they try to make their way, even though they don't. Oh, some, ha- I see some made a comment. What if we find a zombie void rat in there? And that's, oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're like as if, yeah. you know. And guess what yeah. they found inside the air conditioning duct? Uh, a zombified rat. rat. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's, it seems like the popular guys don't seem to listen to Eddie. They think he's slow and he's um, dead and weight. Yeah, and they idiot. say the same thing about um, Willow, the gothic chick. They say she's wearing these heavy um, gothic army boots, which, don't, which, which yeah, they yeah. think will slow them down. But it doesn't stop her to be honest. Actually, if I was a young guy at school, I met a girl out, I'd probably go out with her. Yeah, they're judging by yeah. the popular <laughs> kids. They they mm. think that they have a sporting chance, but while Eddie and Willow have um, zero chances of surviving. Because they think they're geeky and everything, blah, 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 nerdy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah the old yeah. Um, stuff. Anyway, back to the story. Um, of course, um, Ash gets beaten, eaten up by the zombie rat, and the re- remaining bits of him are his legs. <coughs> yeah, that, that well, actually, well, we don't know. Well, obviously, is the Agnesian duck. Actually, the Agnesian duck fell apart yes. while they're out, and uh, Willow and, and Brad, Brad dropped down the ground, and Ash is down there as well. He says, oh, I've lost my... I left my stash up in there, and he wanted yeah. to go back up into the Agnes in duck to get his stash. Uh. So they give him a leg up, and give him a hand up, and he gets in there, and all of a sudden, uh. he's trying to reach it, and all of a sudden, uh. the rat cat attacks him. And then a few moments later, you see the two legs fall out. Yeah. We thought it must have been a very hungry rat to have eaten the rest of the body. Yeah, but now he only chewed through the top parts of yeah. legs, because we find him later on, legless. I've been that way too occasionally. Now he was totally, he's totally legless, and um, yeah, and it's a zombie with no legs. Are you done? I'll I'll just bring up to to explain a bit. So meanwhile, (coughs) while this is happening, Eddie and Janet are getting mushy or getting ready to, you know, horizontal mushy. They're all getting ready to do the the deed, you know. Yeah, they're about to. She takes off her her Top. top. Uh, and um, commences to leaning in, and before going. we get down to it, mm-hmm. we get a knock, knock, truck, knock, knock from Help Willow. Help us in! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willow. Uh, so quickly, Eddie Trickley gets to the door. They start pulling apart the um, barricade and tries to get both um, Brad and, and, and Willow through Willow the door, back and then the door. And, and reseal the door by putting the gear back against it. Quickly, bef- be- before we get to any, the, uh, they begin to barricade up again. Um, Janet wants to pull Eddie aside to uh, continue where they left off. Says, oh, we need to talk something really badly right now. She drags me into the room around the corner to continue where they left off. Yeah, hey. so in this scene, she starts kissing, whatever. And meanwhile, while this is happening, Brad's um, zombie finger, finger has gone up his arm and he is now starting to turn. Yeah, and, and he starts prying at the barricade. He trying starts to taking the barricade down to let his friends in. Yeah, while this is happening, Willow is yelling for help, and quickly Eddie and Janet reappear, and he, they quickly try to fight the monster and off. Eddie and Eddie and Janet still haven't done it. No. No. What a bugger. Anyway, yeah. Brad begins to fight against um, fight tries to nibble at Janet, but luck, but fortunately, she keeps on saying, "I, I deserve this. I'm not such a slow." And, and, and then they start. And then they start um, both Eddie and Willow, they taunt her by saying that sh- that that Brad has been cheating on her yeah, been and around, that she's sleeping around and said that she was not a natural blonde. <laughs> and different things like that. Joke. And and they've been having sex and everything and, and she was supposed to be a virgin. Yeah, so yeah, she quickly so, whips Brad's ass and throws yeah, him out the window. Yeah, like in a Buffy yeah, like vampire Yeah, like a Buffy the vampire style, style. thing. That, don't mess with the blonde cheerleader, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the quickly 
group, they quickly scatter into the hallway and they try to make for the roof, <clears throat> which is um, a weird room to me. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, why is it that they don't go out the front door, they just go yeah. up to a Well, there were zombies ground. outside, so where else would you go? I mean, Good hopefully point. get up there, lock the door and hope they don't come up on the roof and wait for them to go die of starvation but or something. it's rather. again, yeah, just yeah. like what you've often said, yeah. we've seen in slashes and horror, and once you get to the top of the roof, there's no escape from there. There's no helicopter no. awaiting them like in you Dawn of the Dead or like in any of the other movies we've seen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want no, um, yeah, well, yeah. Um, so there's no mm. um, helicopter waiting for them upstairs. No. Or anything like that in al- Alive, like the other zombie apocalypse movie. Superman didn't show up for mm. nobody. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, the kids continue going up t- to higher ground and Eddie decides to hold off the hor- horde of zombies by, the, by fighting them off. He uses a, a bit of a... A baseball bat and starts hitting them oh, yeah, and yeah. using also pencils and jabs yeah, them into yeah, their yeah, throat yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, their head. Yeah, you, you see, kids don't play with pointy pencils. They're really sharp, you know? Yeah, while yeah. this is happening, all their, the remaining dead friends, or not dead friends, no, the dead ones that were ex friends, <laughs> um, who are revived as zombies, have start attacking them. And luckily enough, Willow was able to fight hers off and was able to save Eddie's and and Janet's. Yay. Quickly, they head up to the Je- Janet and, and Willow. They can, they continue going up the up a ladder to head to the roof. But then she gets um, bitten by a zombie in the, on the ankle, I think. Yeah, it's sad. She quick, they quickly continue going up as quickly as they can, but... Jen is starting to realise that she is doomed. 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 I'm really doomed. Using dad's army reference. Anyway, she says, I don't want to die like this. Oh, I'm too young to die. I don't want to be a zombie. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. And Willow has, she was given a, a gun to, from Eddie. It will, see, Eddie was planning on topping himself topping in himself detention because, because he thought he, his future was over. Yeah, and... That was his plan of why he was in detention, and mm. and he was going to plan on cocking it. I would have shot the teacher. Yeah, that's that sense couldn't report it to the headmaster. Well, I was... And blame the student on somebody else. Yeah, anyway, yeah. back, well, to, whatever. back yeah. to the story. Whatever. Eddie soon arrives. He's all he's alive and everything. But then, just before that, he, he can be reunited with Will, like, oh, which oh, they nearly oh. come close to kissing. Then... Um, two zombies appear. One is a very big, very big person, and quickly Willow, using Eddie's gun, shoots him in the head, which was her last bullet. The last bullet, mind you. Yeah. I would have shot me. Anyway, just mm-hmm. then, Brad, um, zombie, um, zombie Brad, Brad, zombie Brad <laughs> appears, and he's charging at the two up here. That then Jenna appears and she runs at Brad and they topple over the building and down onto the pavement. Where they get gobbled up. Well, she gets gobbled up. Yeah, meanwhile, yeah. Willow and Eddie, they think they're doomed. But then they hear in the, in the distance, um, armoured soldiers appear and they start shooting at the dead Yeah, bang, 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 bang. And they... And they alerted any survivors to come to you know, and yeah, so be well, saved. Ne- next frame is seen walking out the front door of the uh, school building. Yeah, and, 
and then and everything's going really, really good. Yeah, Eddie and Willow they then kiss, express their feelings, and, and then we get Janet appears and topples dear old Eddie over, trying to get him, but, but she sees me zombie. Then we cut to black, and we hear two say a few gunshots which indicate that maybe they shot Janet. They shot Janet. And then we hear in the background clean up on aisle something or other. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how or why they put that in there. But but it was funny. Whatever. I thought it was funny. And then we get the George Romero soundtrack. Oh it's it's the song. Song. Yeah. It sounded it was a cutesy. Yeah. And then we fade to black obviously do the credits, blah 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 blah. Okay. Yeah, in the poster it says um, this is a cross between Breakfast Club and Neither Living Dead movie. Well, I haven't seen Breakfast Club. I must. Have I know it's, it yeah. deals with a bunch of kids with, from different s- sets of cliques, and, and they just happen to be in detention to one, one another, and I guess they start forming a bond of friendship between each other. A James Bond. Don't go there. Okay, sorry. But again, I haven't seen it myself. I know it's probably been a a cult classic to a lot of people out there when you think about it. We're not reviewing that at the moment. But we're not reviewing <laughs> that. This is just, um, I just wanted to review this one because I heard about it and I wanted to look, review it with you guys. Look, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's as good as Dance of the Dead. Me, I agree. But with it's that. still a good movie. Okay. Um, it's got a lot of good, f- It's look, it's a horror comedy, obviously. So, mm-hmm. the, um, it depends on how they yeah, they interpret and direct it, but it's a good fun movie, mm-hmm. and that's when you watch one of these things you don't expect uh, a Steven Spielberg or George Lucas oh, or yeah. Cecil B. DeMille. You expect a good fun horror. Oh, interesting uh, Easter egg yeah. I should mention, guys. Goody, oh, okay. um, the name of the library, which is called oh, yeah. the Sa- Savini Library, S- Savini, and yeah. who who else is named Savini? Tom. Tom, Tom, Tom Savini, who Savini with the Ruth. guy who did the makeup effects for yes, dear Romero. old George Romero, yeah, so which is, I think, is um, rather interesting. a nice and a tribute to him, a tribute to mm-hmm. him to the makeup artist who has made his well, his mark in the industry. Tom Savini was a makeup um, artist. He did some acting. Yes, a bit of acting. Uh, did he producing and directing himself? I think. I think he may have. May have. I mean, uh, I must look up on that because he 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 was a bit of an all rounder, I think. But yeah. I, he was mainly a makeup guy. Yeah, I gotta admit, I do like his talent. I like the fact. Yeah. I almost wish we could go back to that type of makeup. I would l- now. actually forgetting. I would like to go back to that style of filmmaking that George A. Romero started. Me too. A quick. I mean, he uh, and Roger Corman they made these inexpensive movies, limited budget, and they're still good. Mm. See so, ya. Yeah, nowadays, I spend yeah. oh, we spent three hundred million dollars on this and. They're lucky to break even at the box office. Yeah. The other thing about yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. I like is the the approach they the similar George A. Romero approach they did. Yeah. Where the kids are confined in such a small place. Yeah. Similar to um Night Living, Living Dead, Dead they're where stuck in a house. they're stuck in a house yeah. or Dawn of the De- Dawn of the Dead where they're stuck in a mini in a shopping mall. That's or, right. yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Day of the Dead, where they're confined to, um, just you know, a bunker. A bunker, and, tunnels. Up, yeah, yeah, the yeah, tunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's close see, quarters, yeah. As you mm. may know, George A. Romero is all about the um, small place, but at the same time... The big story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the fact that <laughs> that while they, these people think that they'll survive in this place, but at the same time, they're trapped there. Yeah. Like I said before, when, they're, when the people reach the roof, there's no entrance or exit to get yeah. out of. 
And it's oh, yeah, I was really hoping at the end of this movie when the military came along and they saw him standing on the roof say, oh, there's more zombies, let's shoot them. Yeah. Well, that's happening... Um, in the George A. Romero's Night of the Living yeah, Dead. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead. Dwayne, whatever he's... Uh, mm-hmm. Johnson, whatever his name is, or yeah, uh, Jones, uh, when he came out, oh, he, he came out of the house, oh, there's one, bang. Bang. And he was the last survivor in the house until yeah. the the, the, uh, the good guys the got there. The last man standing, mm. technically. Funny. That would have been a good ending. Yeah. That, that would have been a good tribute to George Romero yeah. if they shot the As I said before to you guys, ever so often, whoever listens to me out there, George A. Romero ca- doesn't put ge- um, ethnic groups in his scripts. Oh, I think I should... Don't go there. I know, but Come a lot on. of people have nagged, said nasty things about why George <laughs> casted as his protagonist as african-american but, but they don't but that ever, was a good role but he, he does, but was a good guy yeah and they don't realize that maybe they cast them because he could act good he could act he applied for the job he applied for the job mm. like everyone else did yeah. he could have been an ordinary white person but unfortunately or it, a chinese or a polish person or um, what else a martian or somebody and, but yeah, and, some yeah. of the dialogue he said was pretty it was basic basic yeah. and very Close to what people sh- would have said, could, would have said, and felt that yeah. their thoughts given about. That, yeah, given that sort of circumstances, there was nothing ethnic in the movie. Yeah, I was yeah. Re- watching. We stop beating the black drum. Pardon, yeah. pardon the expression. I'm See, sorry if I, I was offended anybody. An interesting but documentary about uh, um, about noir films, and this one was about how the African-American groups, you know, film actors, yep. have rose to the surface of becoming the lead actor instead of the um, supportive co-characters yeah. or the, the comedy relief or the yeah, or just the, the person who gets nibbled on first. But, the, uh, okay, you want to bring this Afro-American bit up, bit up now. I don't want to talk about it, but now that you have... I saw parts of that documentary, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you look at it. Mm-hmm. In the heat of the night, mm-hmm. Sidney Poitier mm-hmm. was the main actor. Mm-hmm. He was an Afro-American. Mm-hmm. Way back when, decades ago. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. Uh, there was also, what's the other one? Guess Who's Coming mm-hmm. to Dinner. I think mm-hmm. he was that one too. He did, that, okay, that's one Afro-American actor. He was given top billing. Right. In America, yeah. we're supposed to be racist. Now, why did they give it to him? Because he could act. Yes. Now, guess who's coming to dinner was supposed to have somebody of his uh, birth because the girl was bringing home mm-hmm. a guy she wanted to marry to your typical uh, white Americans and I want to marry, I'm in love with this guy who's not quite that white. Uh, yeah, so that was the part of the story. Yeah. But... The point is, Sidney Poitier played a good role in two, two movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that? Oh, the Last Woman on Earth? Who, who played? Who, Harry Belafonte? No, do you mean Last Man on Earth? No. There was a woman. There's a guy there. It was like the, like the cop-pocalypse thing. There was a guy, and then he found this, uh, everything had been destroyed. He was living in a city by himself, and this woman appears that she'd been, uh, she survived the Holocaust, and then he tried to make a relationship with her, and then a third guy came into it, another person. I think it was the last... I don't know. I think it was the last woman, because he was the last woman with two guys. And the lead actor was an Afro-American. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, and that's a long time ago. 
Hmm. So you can't keep saying that oh they did that that they've been wrongly done by. But yeah, because even wait a minute, even before mm, even yeah. when uh, back then they mm. would also make sometimes the. Afro-Americans, they would be cast them as the baddie guys sometimes. But they or, also you know, in the as as um, white zo- in white zombie, you have a Afro-American yeah, zombie, and which I think yes. was kind of wrong when you think about but it. But you look at all the cowboy movies; all the white guys are running around. The guys with the black hats with the nasty guys, and they're all white guys. And they, they uh, so, yeah. and the Indians weren't always bad. Ooh. So you know, so uh, so I mean, they, they they've got this thing about. Um, I wouldn't say minority groups, but I mean, yeah. if the Afro-Americans want to make an Afro-American movie, they can have everybody in an Afro-American. Mm. The same way the Chinese can make yeah. a Chinese movie, have everybody Chinese in it. Yeah. But the point is, if you're doing white American movie or English or Australian, they're doing it based on uh, a, a cross-section community. And if the community says it's predominantly white... Yeah. Well, they're going to have white people yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. and when um, <laughs> yeah. some of these actors, okay. like when in Night of the Living Dead, I said before that some of the Afro-Americans come up with their own dialogue to make sure that they get their story across. Yeah, that's and fine. then I get a horrible comment from some person saying, oh, they're just saying this because it's um, this is made up by the the scriptwriter, yeah. but actually they don't even realise that maybe this is Abla because this is um, this yeah. is explaining expressing the actor's past mm, yeah. feelings about yeah, how yeah. his community was treated but, in but that all day. I'm say- all I'm saying is I'm that just saying. Uh, okay, I live here in Australia. I'm in Brisbane. If I was going to make a movie today and I had a uh, 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 an auditioning for all the uh, uh, the, the cast and mm. crew. Uh, I wouldn't be there going, you're black, you're white, you're Chinese. I was saying, who can do the job? Mm-hmm. Okay? I wouldn't say you're Aboriginal, I don't want you. I'd say yeah. if the Aboriginal act, I'll let him in. Yeah? Yeah. We've had some Aboriginal actors in Australia. Yeah, and I imagine... Yeah, and, and George. I imagine George um, A. Romero, he, he yeah. encouraged his actors to yeah. add a bit of yeah. ba- their own backstory into the but script. Well, I don't want to get on to... You're making it's this, just that there's... You're, begin, you're bringing this a racial that, discussion. I know, and I I'm sorry, this. guys. It's mm. just that... A lot of people, they discriminate, they think, oh, this is all George A. Romero writing the script, yada, yada, yada. And don't realise that maybe the fact that they, you don't know how, what these actors were experiencing but and they may just have wrote their own story into yeah. the story because they felt yeah. like they need to tell their story about how, what this, their life was like, you know, be, you know, in in the production. And considering that... Um, well, it, it's just like any other story. You need to have a backstory into the ca- to the character's life a little bit here and yeah, there. Yeah. And that's how I feel. I mean, I'm not being racist or anything. It's just that people out there, they, they just assume that, that the movie is racist because they, they continue yeah. to think that the actor were forced to say these lines when actually they may not have been forced. They may have been putting their own story into the story. They're, they're absolutely, yeah. And, and look, yeah, it's going too far into this I now. I know, but there are and some people... I'm talking about things I don't really want to talk about. It's just, and there are a lot of... saying too much. I know. We might be annoying some people up there who I might know, be listening to the a podcast. A lot of people out there think, oh, think um, that it's the writer's fault for writing this part to the script, but it may also have been yeah. um, some of the actor who comes up with the dialogue yeah. off the fly. So, yeah, some of the actors contribute to, to the, the, the script. I think we can make this scene better by delivering it this way and saying... Uh, the lines a bit differently or ab-lib a bit. Sometimes the ab-lib lines work better. Exactly. Yeah. 
But anyway, can we just leave that okay, now? Because I'm we might on. have some Afro-American people listening. Or somebody else who might find what you're talking about at the moment a little bit offensive. Sorry, guys. No, the point is that... But, but it just annoys me sometimes that they don't realise the tru- that maybe yeah. the truth behind yeah, but, script writing. Fine. Yeah, but we'll just cap it off to say that I don't believe all filmmakers are racist. It just so happens... If you're going to do a car, is it calling a cast calling or yeah. what do you call it, um, and people have applied for the job, and there's no Afro Americans applying for the job, you can't say, "Well, we must drag some off the street, okay?" Yeah. Uh, to, to make it look good for the other guys. No, but it, whoever comes up, whoever tries out, first man, first woman, whoever is really yeah. good does the job, does the um, yeah. the audition properly, does whatever. Uh, they're going to get the job. Yeah, I know. mean, yeah. I've often heard when in script writing that that when oh. it when it comes to auditioning any kind of actor, they oh. the director or scriptwriter would write the script for centered around that very character. Well, yeah, you got to have an idea in the head who the character's going to be and what they're going to be. Okay. Yeah, to make it believable, so the audience can believe this is their life, this is what they experience. But this you don't is always our... get what you want. Yeah, true. Oh, who's a guy in it? Was it, um, oh, can't remember his name, actor. One of those slasher movies, uh, Dewey, um, he played policeman, uh, played um, policeman Dewey, uh, was it, uh, Halloween? No. Uh, one of those sort of movies, anyway, for like a Crystal Lake sort of thing. He, he played, or, yeah, one of those sort of slasher type movies. He mm. played Dewey, I can't remember his name at the moment. Um. He's supposed to be a big hulking guy, a solid policeman, but he didn't. And they actually made a point in the te- in the dialogue saying, "Oh, you're good. You look pretty good. Oh, I've been working out." But he didn't have a big body. Um, I just can't remember his name at the moment. Um, uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Sadly, uh, he played a policeman or sheriff or jeopardy or something or other in one of the movies. The only person I know whose name Dewey is the guy from Scream, technically. Yeah, well, it could be could be that one. But it doesn't mention anything about him being a bodybuilder. No, I mean, oh yeah, he, he mentioned in reality girl, he, that he was a body no, a wrestler, but that's not. But that's no, different. He was a slender policeman, or sorts. Okay, and he came there, and the girl made a comment, "Oh, you're looking good, Dewey." Yeah, he'd been working out, but it was made the role when it was written. It was written for a bigger guy. That's hmm. what I'm saying. The guy here actually wrote it, so mm. but he got the job. Hmm. So they didn't say, "Oh, we need Arnold Schwarzenegger here." Yeah, anyway, so, I don't yeah, know what movie yeah. you're thinking of. No, I think it was that one. He played a, a sheriff or something. Um, He was playing a deputy. Deputy, yeah, that, that's the one, yeah. But the girl, when he first came there, the girl said, hey, you're, have you been working out? Because that was going to be in the script. It didn't change the script. Yeah, and he was already a wrestler or, or a he might boxer, have been, according to, um, you know, David Arquette. David, that's it, that's it, David Arquette. He, but he wasn't built like a muscle man. No, I He was slender. And, and But it was the role, when it was written, was made actually in, intensely for a bigger guy and they still left the, the lines in there. I still find, try yeah, to find it hard yeah, to believe David that David Arquette, yeah. is actually um, a wrestler or a boxer. He might have been a boxer, I, mean, I think. he's very yeah. slim. No. He's, he doesn't look pudgy. He could have been pudgy. a welterweight or something. I don't know what he was. Because um, he doesn't look pudgy like he, ordinary wrestlers. No, wrestlers usually got a bit fighters. of weight, but what boxers can be lean, so he mm. could have been a bit of a boxer. Mm. But he was, really, he was lean. Buff, maybe, but he was lean and supposed to be a solid guy. And yeah, so they didn't change the text. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. Do, should we rate this movie? or Because I can't oh, think I'm going to give it movie. nine. I mean, because I do like it. I can't find anything majorly wrong with what yeah. what they that, what they delivered. 
Yeah, I have yeah. nothing wrong with it. I mean, I did think the comedy routines were a bit much, like when they were racing into the hallway. It was like like they were playing the song musics from from a, Ch- a Chaplin film, when you think about where whatever, they're running around whatever. trying to avoid the zombies, like, like it was a comedy. Whatever. No, nine's good for me. What do you reckon, nine? I'm going to say about... Eight and a half hours. Eight and a half, okay. I mean, sorry if I'm not. I mean, being insensitive. That's okay. But it wasn't perfect, but it was fun. But I thought yeah. the some of the scenes, like the when they're in the library, and were a bit too the much f- padding. They, 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 yeah, there could have been a couple of bits where a little bit of um, too much padding and not yeah. nothing was happening. There was one part there, nothing was happening. Yeah, yeah. there was a scene where she, yeah. the um, Janet is just looking at herself in a mirror, making out, "Oh, you're you're too." Beautiful, did die. But not, not, not <laughs> <wasn't> <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. yeah, and the and the others just sit around like the one like Willow's just sitting around yeah. knitting. Well, but that was that was knit a side. Two, that that was a side gag because they're waiting for the computer to come I up know. and she's been knitting I something. Did she actually start the knitting before the computer was booted to start the boot up? So yeah, it doesn't. It was quite funny that. In, yeah, in, I know. It, that was a side gag. Yeah, I know. But anyway, irrespective. Um, now availability, Yippee. guys. If you want to brave the water, no, you can buy this through eBay. They got plenty of a sale. All new ones, uh, Blu-rays, pre-owned. You got it. You can get it. Sorry. Amazon has it for rent and for sale. But I did notice going back to eBay, this movie is a 2012 movie. But they had dates ranging from 2012 to 2014, and it's the same movie. <laughs> They didn't get the dates right, but that could have been the date they actually convert the Blu-ray, mm. that release date. Mm. So yeah, but uh, that is the movie. Uh, yes. you, so it's actually called Detention of the Dead, 2012. Check Wikipedia or IMBD mm. or something rather. Verify who the actors are, and then go. And when you're looking at getting a copy through Amazon or eBay or wherever, just cross-reference the actors. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I do wish that this movie had. I would have loved it if there was more escape scenes. That's what I would have loved it if, if there was like, like maybe they could have um, tried to climb out through the window to to get escape the zombies. Maybe something oh, it like that. Could have been better. I could have had a little bit more action from, in, along those lines. Or, but, yeah, but it wasn't bad. Or yeah. using um, a rope or or something to climb out onto using the uh, the open window and cl- try to climb up to the roof that way. How are they going to get the rope to go up to the roof? Easy. Uh, oh, I know one of those yeah, like, well, Indian faker guys who did snake charming and stuff at the window. Like maybe use um, something really heavy to. It's been out a little bit of a claw. Is that a bit of a yeah. like an anchor sort of thing? Yeah. Or, and, and who's going to throw it up there? One of the little girlies. Uh, maybe. Okay. Or maybe um, or, the guy. Ed, or Eddie, because he wasn't very strong. Oh well. Hey, actually, he did surprise with the baseball bat. But then again, he did a great big, great baseball bat. Some even a weedy guy finger is going to do a bit of damage. Yeah, yeah, mm. or so, or maybe even I can I can think of a lot of things like maybe try they can try to find some transport nearby and try to get the way from in in one of that in one of the the cars there that way. Yeah, whatever. something um, my, something that won't feel like you're being completely confined to a room that's exactly and, and expecting waiting for the zombies to multiply. Yep. Anyway, oh. I think we've exhausted our tongues. Yeah. Otherwise, you go back in a tirade around about yeah. Afro-Americans or Chinese or Russians or someone else now. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, guys, if I brought that up. It's just that I feel strongly about how p- people keep 
criticizing movies, no matter how popular they are or how great the storylines yep. or how great character okay. development is, and they just like to poke holes in it like it was some something people wrong. Do, some it. people do. Yeah, they, they, they got their own agendas and whatever. Yes, when, I noticed. When in reality, that alone. script writers, um, they like to add stuff that's real yes, to make the story okay, come to life. Fine. But they're talking about racking and stacking the actors in mm-hmm. a particular type uh, of person and or typecasting the Afro-Americans to be hoodlums or drug addicts or something else. Yeah, That's what they're talking about, yeah. okay, right? Yeah. But the point is, uh, if it's reflecting what the screenwriter has seen yeah. in real life and on the media and whatever, and they're just yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah they, they, they're doing what they... They, they yeah, observe they the world up. around yeah. them right. to get the, a bigger, broader picture yeah. of what they see yeah. around them. Yeah. And I think that... I, I do applaud George A. Romero's um, approach to how he does his yeah. films and yeah. all that. And no, I like it that so many other filmmakers take anyway, a leaf from his book sometimes. Good old George and other people of his ilk, like Roger Corman and other guys back in those days. Hmm. They did a lot of good stuff and inspired a lot of other filmmakers to do the same. Yes. So, anyway. Here we go now. Yes, we may cut out. <laughs> so, guys, thanks for listening to our latest podcast, everyone. Yeah. And I'll be sure to have something new in this. In yeah, very, very, very. Well, straight off this. <laughs> well, a uh, new one that, that will come out very shortly. Yeah, and I hope we didn't annoy anybody about the uh, Afro American tirade yeah. that Sarah just said. Yeah, yeah, it's just that a lot of people yeah. feel. Yeah, don't. Like to pick the, poke the bear, if don't, I will. I'll, I'll poke you in a minute. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you might them. you might have upset one of your listeners or a couple of your listeners. Yeah, but yeah sorry guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's just that that yeah. does happen a I lot. Know. It annoys me sometimes. Okay. But apologise if anybody uh, found that part offensive. But it's it's, it's something in her head. Uh, and it's it's yeah. in history too. It's history, yeah, but it's like the history. But I mean, the point is that you can't keep going on about racial stuff all the time. Okay, I can't you help did, it. You've done it again recently. Okay? It's just that a lot of people have. Poked movies, especially the popular ones that go. Yeah, I know. That typecast of Afro Americans as servants or comic relief and yada yada, but they never turn around and say, "Well, look at the white guys doing it." They also doing the comedy relief and doing low jobs and stuff. And yeah, yeah. So they don't look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There you yeah. go. Enough. Okay. Enough of the racial crap. All right. Thanks for listening to our latest podcast, everyone. Um, Be sure to like and subscribe and comment, please. I like to hear your thoughts about this movie as much as ever. Um, Even Mike here wants to hear your thoughts on it. Good or bad, Mm -hmm. but preferably good. If it's bad, it's not us. Um, If it's good, thank you very much. All right. Thanks for listening to our podcast, everyone. Be good people and see you guys next time. Bye for now. Bye.